0: Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Yo,
1: it's showtime, here we go Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio Yeah, Mr. McMahon in your stereo stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario Force count everywhere, George drives everywhere Hit hit you with a finisher from out out of nowhere Eyes all white
0: with the cold stare, you know I had to go there Hell yeah, the flow's so no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts You ain't really looking for the boss, no pennies in my shorts, just a penny for
1: your thoughts Shooting star deadly off the porch, no pennies in my shorts just a kenny for your thoughts. <laughs> the most electrifying steady with the sauce. Not a penny of my shorts.
0: Just a kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a kenny for your thoughts. What the Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Brandon. What is going on, buddy?
1: What is up with that I'm hair? Doing pretty good. You know I'm letting it do its thing, man. Chia pet style. <laughs> I like and it. Let it, go. it suits
0: you. Well, actually, it's funny, you can't really see it, because I'm realizing, like, you can't really see it on the, uh, yeah. what do you call it, can't really see it Dep- on the podcast, on the green screen, I could see, like, that it's, like, sticking up and stuff.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I did yeah, put like the, uh, I gotta put some product in it to keep uh-huh. it so it'll rest down, because they haven't, some of the ones at the top, like, drop down yet, so they, like, rest, like, the ones on the sides, it'll get a little crazy, a little coolio-looking that's what you're trying to do the coolio yeah <laughs> <Get a little laughs> coolio thing going but yeah freaking guy am i good okay good because i thought i had something was like radiating out of my chest on this thing yes so I think that's good. just all the right.
0: lack of uh me propping this correctly but it's okay. okay Let's just let's just do He's it here it. Oh, oh, oh it's even worse all right nice it's all good so welcome everybody welcome uh kyle (laughs) welcome kyle welcome hunter dr nxt scorpio uh fernando's here unfortunately but you know we're you know we're having a good time
1: yeah all right wait how can can you make a donation button how do you do that does anybody know Yeah, like, we'll, we'll so have to address that with. Do we'll time. have to address yeah.
0: that with YouTube. That's a different story for a different day. Oh, but yeah. So I could wasn't able to put the donation button. I said, but screw it. You know, what? this is a charity episode, Brandon. You know, be spending time with you. You know, I, I it is a tax write off to be able to, you know, have to endure you because no no person should have to go through that, Brandon. As much as I do.
1: <laughs> Wait, YouTube shut us down. What's going on here? No, I yeah, just have YouTube.
0: To, I literally just have to. Tweak some stuff to yeah. be able to get it back on the live. But that's okay. It's because, okay, what, what happened? Let me tell you the truth. Uh-huh. What happened was Hunter, it was found out that Hunter was donating fake money. Oh, and There was no, a money laundering situation. Wow. And they shut us down. So now we can no longer get any, any more donations.
1: Uh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean I don't donate? <laughs> I donate my time and my passion <sighs> and my love. You know, that's Bullshit. what I Brandon was
0: falling asleep before we got on air every day. All right. In fact, you do nothing to add to this podcast. Like last week, I was looking back at it. Right. And literally, <laughs> there was the part where we do the, the Nick Gage joke or whatever. Yeah. And you as in like, I'm seeing it, but no one else is that you're laughing hysterically. Why is no one else hearing or seeing this? Because you literally decide to move away from the I'm like thinking to myself. We have a show where we're supposed to hear your reactions. No wonder people like, don't laugh at anything, because you literally go, you literally every time: do one of these. Yeah, you go away from the mic when you laugh. It's hilarious.:
1: That so too much.
0: So I make a joke, and then there's just silence. So from now on, Brandon, what we're doing, anybody that donates yeah. on, on Instagram, because apparently we can't donate on YouTube right now. Anybody that yeah. donates, we're buying a laugh track) <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, wait hold on hold on there's nothing wrong with being an Eva Marie simp okay there are lots of Eva Marie simps out there and then here's another thing
0: Brandon decides to be quiet when we're testing the audio and now now he decides to talk at a loud volume so so he's just <laughs> friggin uh, can't win with this guy can't win. no can't surprise win with from an Eva Marie simp Jesus. Yeah. damn it Fernando Eva Marie is my va- female crush let's talk See? about Eva Marie yes I, I actually like Eva Marie a lot I think she's doing a good job like, is she not, like, the definition of what a heel should be in professional wrestling right now?
1: Yeah, it's, like, that annoying, like, almost, like, bad acting, but it's, right. like, but it's good. Like, like, it works for some It's like. And then she thinks, like,
0: she's full of herself on social media, like. Yeah. She literally is taking the heat, as in, like, just going with it. I think it takes a big person, too, because a lot of people don't want to get heel heat, man. Like, she doesn't care if people like her.
1: Right.
0: Like, she'll go with it
1: yeah i like i like uh apron buff saying i'll donate to your chatterbait can we can we start a chatterbait i don't chatterbait i think is cool i don't think they're
0: gonna again brandon's, talking, donate, brandon's but... talking way louder than he was when we were testing the audio so i gotta like tur- turn him down again this freaking guy because <laughs> i'm like i'm like test the mic brandon burns like testing one two three. <laughs> anyway. it was right here. wait fernando says at least have some talent in the ring you know, I'm going to say this, and I might get heat, but, like, being a good worker is overrated. At the end of the day, if they're just entertaining, doesn't it matter? Like, Hogan, Hogan for example, was an amazing worker in New Japan and stuff like that. But for WWE, he didn't do much. What did you want to that see? Effect. You wanted to see Hulk Hogan body slam a motherfucker? You want to see him leg drop somebody? And then pose. Pose, yeah. Like he didn't really need to work, so like I'm not saying like it's not good. Like Shawn Michaels, obviously, is my favorite wrestler; he's the best worker of all time. So is AJ Styles, but do you notice like AJ Styles, for example, most of his work, the best uh, work he's done, has been when he kind of eased up a little bit on being better in the ring and started putting more character work into it. So there's like a fine balance there. So I don't, I, I never accept when people are like, "Oh, he needs more character," um, or "Oh, he needs more." Um, work rate, like
1: it's got to be a fine balance. But d- does that kind of work for her character, like not doing too much in the ring? Correct, and that's my thing. Like, are it's we like, not supposed to? So, like, like, we're Do not Drop to, is the worker.
0: Yeah, Here, that's exactly it. That's the dynamic to me. Do Drop is the worker. And April Bump, I love this. He says, "No, Kenny, I need her hammer locks to be tighter. Then I'll be entertained." <laughs> but no, the whole dynamic is like she doesn't need to work because she's got somebody to work for. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, Fernando says, Brandon, nobody will ever pay you to see, to see you on a sex cam. That's not true. I have the receipts to prove That's
1: it. That's right. You see, <laughs> there are people out there. People are looking for something different, you know? They want to be entertained right. Right. in different ways. Well, Brandon, we are going to SmackDown
0: later tonight. Isn't that weird? Oh, like, I'm not even excited. Like, it's, it's funny. We are, Tampa, uh, SmackDown is here in Tampa. We are going. And it's like all week, I haven't even looked forward to it.
1: Oh no! I'll be, I'll be,
0: I'll look forward to it when we're in our seats. I think it's one of those.
1: Then, then it'll be real, right? Well, this is crazy. Like, I'm hoping it keeps going and these cats don't go crazy and try to lock everything down again. Yeah, hear rumors. You were saying like, what if this is the last show? Like, we get to go to live or something. I hear rumors that you
0: know they may go back to the the Thunderdome and things like that. Uh, and I would hate that, but I I understand at the same time. Obviously, it's not you know. Uh, unlike Brandon you know I'm okay with you know them being safe but um, yeah there's rumors that, that WWE is uh, going back maybe going back to the Thunderdome because you know things may get locked down and things like that but all it means I'm just gonna spoil this right now all it means is that Raw and Smackdown will be moved to Texas and Florida for the foreseeable future
1: yeah why don't they just do that I'm cool <laughs> with that so just literally like, literally yeah. they'll be like
0: oh, we're going to Smackdown again because it'll just be every week It'll be Ron Texas. Yeah, it'll get weird. It'll be Ron Texas, and then SmackDown in Tampa. You know, they'll go. They'll go Tampa, Orlando, Miami, Tampa, Orlando, Miami. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm I'm cool with that. I mean, you'd have to change your shirt, you know, every every time you go on the camera. But what are you
0: talking about? Brock Lesnar guys are wearing the same shirt for about nine (laughs) years, and, and and he he's fine.
1: Those, I'll, just yeah, known, partly, I'll just be known.
0: I'll just be known as a green flower guy, or what? What would what would yeah. they call me? Yeah, or a dude. You
1: know? Yeah, I think you just thought that for yourself, man. Like Hunter says, like Thunderdome is Hulk back.
0: Hulk. Hey, we're in the Thunderdome right now, Brandon. This is a Thunderdome. <laughs> well, can you imagine? You know, if they go back to Daly's place in uh, Thunderdome, like ah, oh, he's such a tease. It'll be such a yeah. blue ball. You know, Brandon. Brandon's used to that one. He know he know yeah. he knows what I'm talking about.
1: Every all the time, I just can't ever. They won't let me finish, man. That's that's song. like, why not? Well, Brandon, Already. we got a lot to
0: talk about. You know, first thing, I think, let's start off hot and heavy. Um, let's talk about the Br- uh, Bray Wyatt release. Hmm. So on Saturday morning, as full disclosure, I was going to take a COVID test. I've been sick. I didn't want to tell anybody this. I was sick all last week. And then I went and took a COVID test just in case. But, you know, out of respect for my parents and things like that. So I took it and uh, it was negative. But literally, as I'm pulling away um, from the, you know, Walgreens or whatever, I get a notification. Bray White's released from his contract. And it was just like, that was, you know, that was more shocking than if I had gotten tested positive for COVID. (laughs) It was just like, didn't see that coming. Did you see that coming at all?
1: You know, it was weird because, you know, he seemed like he was being featured prominently. And, like, they had, like, a big thing going. And I thought they were going to do a whole thing with him and uh, Alexa Bliss. Right. they were going to continue that out. Uh, But then, you know, after they had that sort of (laughs) weird finish at Mania, after he'd been off the TV for so long, I had, like, almost forgotten about him.
0: Which I think was the point.
1: Yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's like if if they're going to release people, like, big names like that, I guess that's the way to do It's just keep them off TV for a while so you kind of forget about it. Agreed. That is, they, that is the way yeah. to do it and then when yeah. they're gone it's like oh they're gone but it's like oh they weren't really using Oh, but them. they weren't
0: part of the storylines anyway yeah. as opposed to like you know like Braun Strowman's wrestling in the main event and then the next week right. he's gone you know it's a little bit more jarring uh, but like but, oh, what's
1: know, his name uh, Black like Alistair <laughs> Black back. yeah the oh, yeah, he literally debuts
0: yeah. or re-debuts and uh, he's in a feud with Big E and then all of a sudden he's just gone and yeah, yeah I, get, I get what you're saying which is like if if there's a way to quietly release a, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, a big star, that's the way to do it. And I'd heard rumors, you know, obviously the rumors were that, you know, and I think mental health would be a big, big topic of this episode here. But, you know, the rumors were he wasn't dealing well with Brody Lee's um, death and he'd asked for some time off. And then I guess they had asked him to come back for WrestleMania, which is why they like shotted The Fiend and Randy Orton like that. Um. But then, obviously, The Fiend lost, and then uh, that was the last that we saw of him. Like, he, actually, I didn't think about that, but Brandon, we did see his last match in WWE. Yeah,
1: that's like nice. I didn't think
0: about that, but yeah, yeah we, we were there in Raymond James Stadium when, when he did that. I mean, we sort of saw it. We were kind of drunk. and uh, you know
1: <laughs> I was trying to stay awake, but yeah, right. we were there. We were there.
0: We missed his last <laughs> entrance, though, because we, we, we came in in the middle of that match. Like the first match of night two. Oh, man. That's when we stole parking, remember? Yeah. Does anyone yeah. know <laughs> that? We actually drove in. For some reason, the guys we were with just drove in, and then we parked, and we, then we realized, like, after the fact.
1: Like, we were supposed to pay. Like, we,
0: we were supposed to pay, like, and then we look around, there's no decals, there's no nothing, so we're like, oh, well. So we got, like, $50 parking for free, WrestleMania yeah. weekend. So we're doing a lot better than Bray Wyatt uh, right now. Know,
1: yeah, dude, but that's crazy with the to think about like that whole stables like gone. You know? Yeah, like, the, white the white family's white family gone. Except
0: Randy Orton, technically. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: and then and, and Dallas is gone, right? But Dallas is gone. Oh
0: Dallas is gone, yeah. So, so that, that I'm and,
1: assuming uh homegirl's gonna be gone soon too. Who uh Alexa, let's see.
0: Alexa Bliss?
1: No 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 uh oh my gosh she's onto my tongue she's uh she's with uh uh oh live morgan yeah live morgan
0: okay <laughs> yeah <No.
1: laughs> i think um, live morgan was gonna be gone too
0: okay let me read this you know uh april says there's also been rumors as he, he's been out dealing with a physical ailment but was cleared a few days before his release um you know i think if i had to guess physical ailment sounds like you know, something was going on with him mm. mentally, or something like that. Cause it it's such a like I mean, we talk about Simone Biles where they said she had a quote unquote, you know, medical medical injury, when in reality it was grief. You know, so cause remember those those kind of fall into that category. Um so maybe like, you know, he had seen a therapist or something and wasn't mentally well uh fit to perform or something, so that's why he was off TV, but then he was cleared. Like that can count. Um but that being said, um, yeah, I mean, I'd heard all those rumors and then I'm like, okay, cool. Like they showed pictures of him backstage this week. He was looking really fit. Like, I'm like, okay, like maybe SummerSlam, maybe he's coming back. And then boom, like released him on a Saturday and instantaneously I was like, okay, he had to ask for his release. You know, just get released on a Saturday, like morning, you know what I mean? Unless you've asked for it. And I, I told a lot of people on the IWC cause a lot, a lot of the IWC was literally like, like, FWW, fuck this company, this is bullshit, this is this. And I told people, as I always do, shut up, just calm, like, calm it down. I get you're emotional, but now is not the time or place. We don't know what happened, right? Now, of course, yes, we come to find out, supposedly, again, I say supposedly because we still don't know. We're not in the inner workings of WWE. Supposedly, um, you know, again, same reason as everybody else. He, he was cut due to budget cuts. I said, now is the time you can say all that stuff that you want to say. But you imagine people be running down WWE and, and then all of a sudden it comes out that Bray Wyatt requested his release. Nobody's going to apologize. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> it's just irresponsible. I was trying to teach people be responsible with what they're saying and when they're saying it. Because if you don't know the full story and you're commenting as if you do, it's a lot of added assumptions. All right. But that being said, yes, I I think it was a horrible move by WWE. Really? Absolutely terrible. Move. I mean, he's a guy that's like, "Here's a guy that could have been the next Undertaker." And here's here's the thing. The Undertaker took a long, long sabbaticals a lot. I don't think people realize that, but there was like a lot of times in his prime where he was away off TV for 6 months, away for 8 months, and then he'd come back into a big story. So like it didn't it didn't bother me that Bray Wyatt was doing that. To me, I think he's a character that's like it's worth the investment. I mean, you, how much Fiend merchandise is one of their biggest things? And it's like, it's just very, it, it's a head-scratcher. It really is. Like, this, this is bi- a bigger head-scratcher than Braun Strowman. Mm. Even Braun Strowman, like, I can, like, okay, I get it. I get it. He was, like, a, on a start and stop. But with, like, the Fiend and stuff, it's like, you got one of the hottest characters in professional wrestling. Why did you do, why did you release him? Uh,
1: yeah, I, it's i, I kind of want to agree but it's but it's weird it's like to me like even though they were using him it's like even though he was sort of there and they you know they they were featuring him it never yeah. seemed like he was a guy that was going to like they didn't have faith at all i get what you're saying like that yeah they didn't so have faith in him
0: like he was like a brandon brown like he you know yeah. it's like he's there but like you know you just, you know, he's not leaning, I'm just kidding. Yeah, at
1: some point, yeah, you're going to have to take a budget cut, yeah.
0: No, but I see what you're saying, which is like, you know, they did stuff with him, but he never seemed like that guy that they were putting in yeah. that role. And it's like, I don't know why. Is he, they even, like, you know, pulled a trigger on, like, a Cesaro more, and I guess I, that shouldn't, I shouldn't count that, because Cesaro still hasn't won a world title or anything. But I get what you're saying. It's like, you know, to me, it was like the death... The nail in the coffin was just literally just losing to the to uh, Goldberg in like two seconds. And again, you know, y'all know me. If I'm telling you that, like, it's a big deal because I'm not negative for the sake of negative. And it was, in hindsight, now that we you know obviously we've seen the final chapter of Bray Wyatt in WWE. In hindsight, it was like, why did you do that? If it was building to something, if there was like a you know Goldberg had to get to another point, like I don't know. It was just like, "Why did you pull the rug out under under the fiend? It was like, you literally don't want to make money. It's like, I can get, okay, I'll say it like this. If they had done the shocking thing in Saudi Arabia and they were trying to do that for the Saudi Arabia crowd, and then Goldberg dropped the title back to the fiend on SmackDown, I can see it. I can understand it because it's like, oh, hey, we, you know, with this relationship where we're making millions of dollars, like, hey, let's do something big with them. But it's like... It had no payoff. Because correct me if I'm wrong, that that's when Goldberg just went to uh, Roman Reigns, and then Roman Reigns obviously bailed out of WrestleMania for health reasons, and then it was Goldberg versus Braun Strowman, ironically enough. Like to think, but to think this time last year, Braun Strowman was feuding with The Fiend, <laughs> and like a year later, they're both gone. So Like WWE's had a hard reset right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Braun one sort of, sort of, I guess hurt me or surprised me a little bit more because I figured like you know you can have Braun work. So with, wait, so so hold on. Know, so
0: you're more people. surprised. You were more surprised that the Braun Strowman released than the Bray Wyatt one. That that actually surprises me. To, yeah. That that's your point of view.
1: Yeah, it felt the the Braun felt more like abrupt. Like it didn't feel like they kept Braun off TV for like a while yeah. or something like that before they released them. So you know what it is. I think.
0: Weird. I think it's because the uh, me and the rest of the IWC was like more like Bray is off of TV on his own merit. Like it's for a reason that's his, not like WWE's keeping him off TV. It'd be different. Like okay, I give an example, perfect example. Like if Keith Lee didn't return a couple weeks ago and had just been released, you'd have been like okay, like maybe like WWE kept him off TV then released him. But in Bray Wyatt's situation, was like yo you you know it's him keeping himself off TV supposedly again. We don't know, but, um, hey,
1: do you th- yeah, go
0: ahead. What were you going to say?
1: Oh yeah. I was going to say kind of change the gears, but do you think, you know, they should continue on with, you know, the Alexa bliss sort of character? You think she should, she should. Sort Let's get into on that. On it's Mantle? a great
0: topic. I want to just call attention to uh, oh, yeah, what okay. Kyle Abram bump has said over here, which is uh fiend would have been so much better if he stayed out of the title picture. And I said that from day one, me and Kyle both have, uh, I remember at the time we were having discussions about that. It was like, why do you give a character like the Fiend, like the Undertaker, never really had the title. You know what I mean? He he never he never really had the title. He really didn't need the title. When he had the title, it was special. But he's one of those characters that like you can just have him be the Undertaker. Like I mean, he had his own streak at WrestleMania. Like that was a marquee thing. So to me, Bray Wyatt could have been that, or the Fiend for that matter. And it's true, it's like the Fiend carrying around a title was stupid. Even when they gave him like the Fiend belt, it was still like, here's a character that can kind of be away from the title picture, and it can, he can mean something, and it's like, okay, you're, facing the, for, you're fighting for the title, or you're in a feud with the Fiend. Like, that can be like a secondary kind of thing. And so I completely agree, it was just like, it was a head scratcher to even give him the title. Because the way I said it was, you've booked yourself into a corner, because who can beat him now? And when he loses, it's going to be controversial. Even worse is the way they went about it. So it didn't even mean anything because Goldberg squashed the fiend. So now you have a supernatural character that gets squashed by Goldberg. It's Goldberg. I get it. It's Goldberg. But it's like, if you're trying to build up this new supernatural character, the Undertaker's on his last legs. Like, you know, you're trying to build this character up. Why are you just going to squash him to the old generation? It would have meant more if The Fiend was like the one that like, you know, maybe got a quick pin off of Goldberg or something. And then Goldberg, yeah, I don't know. There's many different ways to go about that. But anyway, going back to your question, um, a lot of people threw a lot of hate towards Alexa Bliss. Basically, you know, you stole his character and now, you know, he's <laughs> fired and this. And like I'm like, in what world did Lexi Kaufman deserve that? How about her as a person? Where did... She doesn't deserve that.
1: Do you think if, I, the way I said it was... The scenes, like, <laughs> right. But I'm the way I said it was, if
0: creative comes to you and they say, look, here's one of our most popular superstars, The Fiend. We want him to have like, you know, a sidekick, like somebody, you know, like, a, like, a, like Adam or Eve to his Adam or Robin to his, you know, Batman, something like that. Um, you're going to be that person and we're going to slowly build you to be that person. And you're going to have elements of his character and you're going to do that. Wouldn't you sit there and go, yes, absolutely. I would love to do that. Not gonna, you're not going to waste that opportunity. And she did it to the best of her ability. Do you think she knew that Bray Wyatt was going to be released? She's in the most unenviable position right now. Because now she has all the elements of the Fiend character. She's got the gloves that say, you know, was it play and whatever? I don't remember. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> what's her gloves say? Not Hurt Heal, but it's like play something else. Somebody tell me in the chat because I can't remember it. But it's like, look, so you got that. She's playing this character, but they've quietly moved her away from The Fiend in the last couple weeks. They changed her song. They took away the Firefly Funhouse type stuff. And I was wondering why. And it was like, well, damn. Did they know where they were going to release him for the last two months? (laughs) And that's why they... (laughs) Because they, they've been moving her away from that stuff and kind of making her her own character. And, yeah, I feel sorry for her. Because now she's going to be the scapegoat of, like, you stole the Fiend's character. And it's not her fault. Play in pain, by the way, is uh, okay. what I was told there. So thank you for that. Um, which you would never want to be. Imagine, I, you know, it's a small example, but you imagine you have a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast here. And all of a sudden, you know, I can't be in this podcast anymore. And Brandon's here on a caddy for your thumb. <laughs> I
1: mean, right now, like, the wouldn't team- it
0: be like, wouldn't it be like, you know, like imagine it. I, was, I just want you to imagine. Look.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, <laughs> if you're on the audio game. version, I just, I just completely disappeared on the, uh, <laughs> yeah. on the video version. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, I feel sorry for her. And, and again, just people just leave her alone, please. Like, don't come for her. She's not the problem. All right. But speaking of problems, yeah. did you hear that uh Peyton Royce, I guess, was said that she was the reason that the iconics broke up?
1: Hey, eh, see, that's crazy, mate. So And see, now I would feel bad if giving WWE a bunch of shite. <laughs> you know, be like, why why did they break them up? Like,
0: yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's like, oh, they wanted But to. I get it, right? <laughs> Let's not give her shit for one reason. I get it. Because the whole thing was like, hey, give us separate chances. We can do this. You know, give us the ball. We can run with it. And again, this is nothing against Cassie Lee personally. This is my opinion. All right. But and I'm going to be a little bit critical. But, you know, the rumors that she's and sh- this is coming from her mouth, you know. So she said she broke up the Iconics, you know, wanted singles runs. To me, Billy Kay took the opportunity and ran with it. She was the one that went, went full bore with it. But then I guess Cassie Lee, Peyton Royce, was called into like Vince's office and had a talk with Vince and had, you know, they basically asked her what she wanted to do and she didn't have any ideas. She didn't know anything. So I kind of get why she was in the position she was in. Because, again, remember, I'm looking at all these, all this information and I go, can you imagine if Peyton Royce pitched to break up the Iconics and then once they did it, they look at her and say, okay, what are we doing? And she goes, well, I don't know. I thought you guys were supposed to figure that out. <laughs> it comes across like, homegirl, hey, we, we were giving you an opportunity. We gave you what you wanted, and you don't have any ideas for us. So it's like, to me, that's like not in, again, going off of what she said, to me, maybe that's not creative's fault. To me, that's like, okay, they were trying to like nudge you a little bit and give you the opportunity, you know? Like, I, I've done that. You know, not, an example no. I had, you know, I give, I give somebody, I give an example, which is not going into full detail, but there was something where somebody was complaining to me about not having the money to do something. And if we just had the money, we would do it. And I said, I'll give you the money. Just pay me back when you can. And then the excuses started of like, oh, well, you know, I got to go out with my friends right now. We got to do this. We got to do that. Can't really do that right, right now. And so it made me go, okay. So I was doing that to ego check you. Because I wanted to see if you were about it. Like, here's here's your five hundred dollars. Let's do it. And it was still, there were still excuses. So going back to the Peyton Royce thing, it's like, okay, you wanted us to cut, you know, cut you from the Iconics, but now here's your opportunity, and you're not willing to do the work. You should have been thinking about this the whole time. And to me, that's where I say Billy K completely stole the show because she completely got into the resume. Here's my headshot resume, like you know the I. I don't know if that was a creative idea or if that was a Billy Kay idea, but she executed it to perfection, right? And then Hunter says, again, says it. She complained on talk shows the entire time, like the raw talk. Now I'm almost like I, at the time I was like very supportive of her raw talk of like, wow, that was her breakout moment, do something with her. But now again, it, with the added facts and let's, let's look at the timeline here. If you have her wanting to be split from the iconics, you ask for an idea. And she says, well, I don't have one. And then she goes on Raw Talk and says, if you're not going to use me, cut me. I need an opportunity. And it's like, bitch, we gave you an opportunity. Like, I can imagine, I can just imagine being in that role of like, what, what are you talking about? Like, now you're complaining about not being given the spot we asked you. When we asked you, you didn't do shit.
1: Peyton Royce screwed the iconic
0: not as and this again i'm going off the info i have it's not it's not a shot personally but it's like look and a hunter look a hunter calling call me out in a good way here he says kenny been right about billy since day one i must give kenny the apology he is correct because on this podcast i've said when they were splitting up the iconics i said everybody's thinking billy k's i mean sorry peyton royce is gonna be the star it's billy k billy k is the star not not peyton royce i've said that so he's right and I said, we're going to be surprised, and I'll be damned if we weren't completely correct on that. But I, there was something that wasn't adding up to me about the Peyton Royce situation, and now I feel like the blanks have been filled in. I get it, though. You know, she's, she's a little bit younger. Like, she may not understand it. Like, I'm talking from the, a 32-year-old's perspective, and I think Billy Kay's around my age, too. Peyton Royce is, I think, like 26, 27, you know what I mean? So it could just be a lack of understanding right now. You know what I mean? Like she's not been in that role, but hey, maybe it's a good thing she got released because now she'll understand, like, I need to go fight for my shit. And now it's about me and I'm going to go prove myself. So, hey, she goes to AEW. She might be a completely different person now. She might be like, this is what I want. This is what we're doing. This is what happens because it takes a chip on your shoulder to be able to succeed. Nobody just does good for the sake of doing good. Like The Rock. Think about The Rock. He was pissed off. He was in a babyface role going nowhere. Got a chip on his shoulder. You were telling me to die? You were telling me Rocky sucks? Fuck you all. I'm going to show you that I'm going to be the biggest superstar in professional wrestling. So again, chip on your shoulder is good. Brandon, we need to give you a chip on your shoulder. I'd like a bag of chips too. Uh,
1: no, but That's the what, problem, what, I say, yeah, what I will say is, uh, uh, yeah, I... I I feel ba- it's like I guess I guess what I wanted to say is that I guess the WWE isn't always sort of the bad guy, I guess. But it's hard to know what's exactly. going on because we never I'm glad get you said the facts, that. you know, up front. So it's like maybe sometimes we see, oh, this person got released, this person got fired or, you know, this person's unhappy about something. Maybe wait a little bit to find out exactly what's going on So, you. so Brandon just
0: defined why I keep telling people like, yo, hey, stop acting on emotion. You don't know the whole story. It's exactly that. And I want to read these comments. Okay. Which is, um. You know, apron bump, perfect. He says, Hey, Peyton had a work rate, and she thought that was enough to make her interesting. She was wrong. Where you look at Billy Kay, maybe she wasn't as good a worker, in my opinion, as Peyton Royce, but she got it. She understood. And then, um yeah, she didn't realize there's more to wrestling than work rate. And that's kind of the point. I, I like that it's all tying together. That's the point I was trying to make earlier, which is like, you got to have a nice balance. It can't just be the best worker in the room and then, like, you don't have character because here's the thing wrestling is an emotional business. You want to be attached to something. If you're just a good worker, how do I relate to you? How, you know, if you're just wrestling good matches, I can't relate to you. But if you have pain in your eyes when you're wrestling, and if you're like a Jeff Hardy, you know, like a very sympathetic baby face, there's something, you know, cool designs. You got to be able to have, just look at somebody and be like, there's something about that person. I like them. Which is why the Bret Hart's and the Shawn Michaels, as much as I love them, They're not up there with like the ultimate warriors and the Hulk Hogan's and the Rock, Stone Cold, because like you know, those people had like these intangibles that you're just like I don't know why, but I like this guy.
1: Now, uh, now, what does this mean for I don't know if you want to get to this, uh, but uh, with like Ric Flair, like his situation,
0: right? Let me, let's stick on this yeah. subject only because I, a lot of people are, are talking no,
1: yeah.
0: uh, great stuff in the chat, which is Squared Circle Babble says, if Peyton is saying she didn't have ideas after asking for a singles run, just goes to show you that one, WWE does offer creative input, and two, the wrestlers need to be blamed when they don't get over. Yes, and, and that's where I'm not a WWE like, apologist by any stretch of the imagination, but to me, I don't think it's always WWE's fault, kind of what we're going back to. It's like, actually let's bring up this point um so Tyler Breeze I don't have the tweet but Tyler Breeze had a very you know controversial uh statement to make on social media so essentially he said um that WWE is if you're they're just paying you to sit there you take the money and you do the job that you're old to do and basically he was just damning people for being you know very um outspoken on social media and saying WWE didn't give them opportunities and WWE didn't do this and he was just basically saying, hey, they're money. Like if they tell you to sit in catering and they won't pay you six figures, just sit your ass there and, you know, you like it.
1: Yeah.
0: My thing is, I actually had more to add to that because to me there's, it's in between of what Tyler Breeze is saying and being outspoken on social media. To me, people like to do this whole thing. This is a general statement. I'm not speaking about any wrestler. I'm not speaking about anything. This is anybody in life. People like to get screwed and then start going, F this. They screwed me over. Fuck them. I, I deserved better. And they start being outspoken then. To me, if you just move that outspokenness to the situation, when you're in the heat of the moment is when you should be speaking up. It does nothing to be bitching about it on social media afterwards and say, well, WWE had this. Why weren't you, i give you an example, a guy I have a respect for, CM Punk. CM Punk was, you may think he's a dick, you know, other wrestlers and stuff, but he was speaking out while he was under contract, and he was trying to get change made, and he was trying to do things. I can respect him leaving WWE because he tried to do everything he thought was, you know, would change the wrestling business for the better. You get what I'm saying? So, like, we're w- going back to the Peyton Royce thing it's like it's like just start you know tying it to the tyler breeze stuff it's like speak up speak up when it's time to make that change so that it can make a difference in your character in your role
1: all right and if anybody knows how you can get into wwe catering <laughs> you no, know, because right in- Okay, I've asked Brandon for the take, last three
0: years to go train with me and Brandon's like, I don't know about that. You know how you get in? You train, uh, uh, you become but, extra, and then oh, you maybe you train? can be the new James Ellsworth.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. I want to do like minimal training so I could like be a caterer and get paid. No, me.
0: Brandon, you don't ha it's not that you have to do minimal training. Just do training. You're gonna do the bare minimum. I know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be an excellent job.
0: Yeah, and people and people call attention of, of, like, you know, Bret Hart and stuff like that being petty, and it's like, yeah, mm. Bret Hart, like like Diego said, Bret Hart had his career taken from him by some bald dude that didn't know shit about wrestling, and it's like, Bret Hart has a reason to be bitter, and I'm not even, like, a bitter person, but yeah, he's he's had a hard life, guys. The, the, the stuff that Bret Hart went through would break most people. Losing your brother, you know, he and the falling out with um, Vince McMahon who was like a father to him, you know, getting your career ended by a company you didn't even want to go to in the first place. Like there's a lot that, Bre- and then, you know, getting a stroke, you know, so you can't even compete again. Like Bret Hart has every reason to be a lot more bitter than he is. To me, Bret Hart's doing as good as he can do. All right. <laughs> and maybe that's coming from a place of bias. Cause I've always had a, like, he's up there with Shawn Michaels with, for me.
1: Oh, before you uh, go on something else, uh, would you want to see, I I guess you kind of mentioned it, but would you want to see, you know, Peyton Royce or The Fiend end up in AEW, or do you think maybe something else? AEW's got enough going on Well, I've heard
0: rumors that, you know, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay might end up with Dr. Britt Baker because she was talking about getting added reinforcement. I'd like that. I think they'd be good in those roles of, like, the like, you know, instead of being, like, enforcers, there's almost, like... No, no, you go get her you go get her like you know and just do that whole like mean girls type thing dynamic with um dr Britt baker i think that'd be great um <laughs> and, and brett's legit he can't be compared to other wrestlers no one will ever go through that yeah brett hart is every bit of legit of wrestler as you can talk about but we're talking about um you wanted to talk about rick flair being released requesting oh, yeah. his release um Yeah, so Ric Flair requested his release, but I guess there were rumors that he, you know, obviously he wasn't a fan of the Lacey Evans storyline, things like that. But to me, I'm like, I don't really overthink the Ric Flair one. It's like at the end of the day, the man's in his 70s. Let him do whatever the hell he wants to do. Whether it's go to AEW or just lay on the beach for, for the you know next five years, like he can do whatever the hell he wants. So if he wasn't happy with WWE, good, go. Be happy, man. He's Ric Flair. He's earned that right
1: player you know what yeah i think although uh, although some of these releases were surprising i think they might have done it right once we see how things sort of play out down the road right probably made like best decisions so far i don't don't know if anything's hurt them yeah
0: i want to say it was kyle who who was in this chat but um I, i don't know who said it but i think um it's been said that you know the wrestlers almost don't matter. It's almost like WWE, the brand matters. Right, yeah. And it's, it's like, you got to remember that like in 98, as awesome as everybody was, they had like a newer roster. They had a roster full of just like, again, I don't want it to sound like this, but like nobodies. Like people didn't, didn't have a, the biggest name in professional wrestling, but they, and they still beat WCW.
1: Yeah, so it WCW had the bigger names. Yeah. Right. Technically and anyway, yeah.
0: And it's like, I think they might be going to that, like, youth movement of, like, let's cut the things that weren't working and let's start anew with, like, everybody. So we might see, like, you know, I don't want to say another Attitude Era because someone someone there, if I say another Attitude Era, people are like, <laughs> they're never going to go back to the Attitude Era. They're, they're never going to go back to adult storylines. And it's like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, it's akin to that time period of, you know, the newer roster beating the... "Quote unquote older roster kind of thing," so they might th- this might be a youth movement that they're going for here, you know. I mean, look, they hi- they fired Ric Flair. No, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> he requested his release.
1: But yeah, Under who's next. There's going to be another another big one.
0: This yeah. Thing. So let's see. Let, let's go into. Oh, you see, here's here's a news story that I was like, uh, "Don't believe everything you read." I, I I read rumors that supposedly WWE was um. Trying to get mainstream news to report about the Domino's, you know, the pizza cutter thing with AEW and get them bad press. And I was like, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> you see Brandon, wait, wait, wait hold bad on. You see, brand. you see, you see what I was talking about, by the way, Brandon was laughing his ass off and moved away from the microphone to laugh. Did you, did everyone just see that?
1: Brandon, from now on, move yeah. into the microphone it's to just laugh. Like, just really put my mouth on it. Yeah, yeah it's really ha ha ha. Uh, but yeah, I, this is. I don't see. Yeah, talking about bad press. I don't see how this stuff is is, is like bad press. Like I think this is, it's, yeah, it's like bad press. Well,
0: Domino's Domino's said they they're they're considering pulling their ads. What? So so wait. No, this is this is you. You're not looking at this in a business aspect, right? As a fan, yeah, it's awesome. This is an awesome thing. But like we're yeah. looking at it like for shareholders of Domino's, going like we don't want to be associated with this company. You know what I mean? So this might be bad business here. And this is, this is definitely maybe just them needing to, you know, pull the reins in a little bit, you know? But speaking of which, I guess let's get into this, this topic. This is a big one here. Uh, but pe- a lot of talk about Simone Biles and mental health and professional wrestling this week. So we talked about professional health with, as re- in regards to uh, Bray Wyatt. But Charlotte Flair said a line on Monday Night Raw that was very, very controversial. Now, full disclosure, I had already seen live footage of Max Caster's rap at AEW Dark before the Charlotte Flair incident so so that you understand the context of what I'm about to say so Charlotte Flair says I get it I get I get having you know mental issues you're the greatest of all time and having you know to pull out because of the pressure and things like that you know and so she's basically saying that she relates to Simone Biles And her mental issues. Yeah. And the internet was in an uproar of how dare you, WWE writers, pull mental health into this, especially something like the Simone Biles one, which is very relevant and can trigger her. And I disagreed with everybody on that. And this is my opinion again. All right. And hear me out, you know, before you come with the, you know, pitchforks. Yeah. The way I said it was, it would be different if she went out there and said, do you see how Simone Biles pulled out of her event? Wow, I would never do that. I'm not that weak. It would be different if she did that. Then you can come for Charlotte Flair. But to me, again, you got to take a step back and you go, this is a character. What people don't give credit to is like, these are characters. Charlotte Flair, the character said, right. And, and Diego says, what if Charlotte does feel like that? And the line was her idea. Uh. I'll get into that. So here's my thing. Charlotte Flair says, I would still actually be okay with it, just to answer that question. Yeah,
1: that would have been a great.
0: But here's my thing, right? People were saying, well, we shouldn't make fun of mental health. Hold on. To me, isn't it not good as a society that we are talking about mental health now as like a mainstream thing on a TV show that airs? Uh, to national on national television that's a good thing and then also you got to look at the little subtlety of what charlotte flair did here or the writers or whoever you want to say it is charlotte flair said look at the greatest of all time she has mental issues right that's acknowledging that mental issues exist and legitimately that's legitimizing it the heel part of it is i too can understand that Because she's insinuating that, like Simone Biles, I am the greatest of all time in professional wrestling. That's the heel part of it. So she wasn't making fun. Again, there's layers to this. She wasn't making fun of the mental health part. It was more so that she was delusional that she was as good as Simone Biles. Right? Now, what I'm going to say there, too, is I told everybody, say if you're offended the Charlotte Flair one, Just wait till tomorrow in AEW Dark. Because I knew, let's segue into this, I knew where Max Caster, what Max Caster was going to say. And if you haven't seen the rap, go try to find it because AEW's been pulling it. Everybody that's been posting it, they've been pulling it. So AEW's not happy that this this exists. Tony Khan's released a statement basically saying, I I edit um, AEW Dynamite. I edit these shows, but I wasn't looking at Dark. I will now be looking at it going forward because this got through the cracks. I don't know if I necessarily believe that everybody wants to believe everything like damn everything Vince McMahon says and believe everything Tony Khan says. I don't believe Tony Khan in this. I believe it. You know, they weren't paying attention, but I don't believe for a second that it's like, well, I wasn't editing this show. It just, it just fell through the cracks. He missed it. What?
1: Yeah. No, 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 go, go, go so, uh, on hold yeah. on,
0: Brandon, you're laughing in silence.
1: Yeah. No, 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 I'm I, like, I, well, I just, just laughing about the, the situation in general, and just like the ridiculous. Stuff. ridiculous so, to stuff me, all, yeah.
0: the way I said it was, you know, the line, something, he's like, got you claiming health, like Simone Biles. Yeah. So, he says, you know, something like that, which again is, that's where it's like, okay, he, you see what I was saying? He's making fun of mental health a little bit more. Like, oh, you're going to be, you, you, after we're done with you, you're going to be claiming mental health. But to me, I said, <sighs> I said, guys, if there's a line to pick at, it wasn't even the Simone Biles line. Because the next line that followed was basically talking about the Duke lacrosse allegations, which for anybody that doesn't know, I don't want to trigger anybody, but let's just say there are allegations of the forcible kind. Talk, uh, you know, was it 03, the Duke lacrosse team? So basically there was a, that was a very touchy subject to t- talk about. And to me, I was like, I told people, I said, how are we harping on the Simone Biles line, but like people are not going on that, that Duke lacrosse line. And I had people tell me, well, you can't, you can't tell me to be mad, at which one to be mad. I said, no, no, no that's <laughs> not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, if you're worried about your tire, that your tire popped on your car and your car is on fire, to me, there's one that's worse than the other right now that, you need to be, that needs to be taken care of. So it's not to say that one is, you know, that they're both not bad things. It's basically say, to say there was one that was very glaring and very offensive. And yeah, Diego says it best. They cut to Matt Seidel, and I don't know if that was a character face because he literally just goes... Cause he, you could see him <laughs> think about the line, and he went... Like, as in, he looked like he was shocked. And I was like, uh-oh. And my thing is like, I was okay with the rap, per se. But it's not about me. It's like, that one I can see. Like, I can see why he would get in trouble. Especially, like, so he should have been fired for the cross line. It was worse. And, and look, here, hold on.
1: Right.
0: I don't think he should have been fired, right? Here's my opinion. Yeah. I don't think he should have been fired. But then I remember when AW, Abraham Washington, in 2012, was fired for you know, a similar line. And that was 2012, much less 2021, where we're a lot more PC and, you know, things like that. For anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, he basically said, you know, I'm like, was it, he's like Kobe Bryant in a hotel Brian room, he's yeah. unstoppable. And he was let go for that. So to me, it's like, I can't, I can't say, like if Max Castor was fired, I couldn't be mad at that because people have been fired for similar things.
1: Well, Pretty yeah, sure. I, yeah. I'll say, I'll say for at least for the the line about the Duke lacrosse stuff. Um, I guess you know for AEW to be consistent. I mean, they did you know give Guevara you know reprimanding for. So I can understand that. it's like I get, I get, like okay, and that was years ago. That was years ago. That wasn't even that wasn't
0: even on their broadcast. On their broadcast, right? Yeah.
1: So it's like okay, they they sort of set the standard where it's like all right, you just sort of don't make that sort of. So I I can understand him getting heat for that, or you know, him getting you know, taken off TV for a couple days. He's been
0: pulled from indie shows. A lot of indie shows actually pulled him from completely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because oh. of that. So it's like, all right, they're being consistent. I understand that. Maybe he should have, you know, thought about. And saying Brandon, that
0: Brandon made a good point, you know, to, to call attention to that. Brandon said, you know, for as much shit as WWE gets, AEW is the more PC company.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's true. It's yeah. definitely true with the way they approach things. They're a little bit more, I don't want to sound that bad. I, I wanted to say more social justice warrior ish, but I don't want it to sound like, <laughs> it you is know, it like I'm being derogatory. It is what it is. Like, yeah. it's more so that they're very aware of the current landscape of things and, you know, they, they act accordingly, like you said, with the Sammy yeah. Guevara stuff and the stuff like that. So, to me, they're the more PC company, ironically enough, where even though they're looked at the, as the bloody, blood and guts hardcore blood alternative, guts. Yeah, piece cutter um, company, yeah. right? It's like, you know, they know when to, you know, pull it back a little bit. Um, my biggest criticism, and I'm sorry, I cut you off, Brenda. You were saying something. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. making a point. Sorry. No, no, no.
1: Right, 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 Yeah, so that I, I kind of get, you know, if they, they got to take them off, you know, just to be consistent for that line, I, I can get that. But the some of the Simone Biles stuff, I didn't really get why everybody was, like, going crazy, like, super coming to Simone Biles defense, like, oh, you're so steady and brave, you know, kind of stuff. It's like, all right, that's not necessary. It's like, you know, she, she messed up. You know, a spot. There's a lot of pressure on her. You know, she, she is probably, I I mean,
0: I disagree with you. I I'll be honest with you. I disagree with you because I think it was very important to call attention to her because she's such like, it's, it's to show that everyone's human. And it's like, when you're in that position, it's like, like, you know, me, Brandon, people on this chat, everybody deals with their mental issues. You know, I've, I've gone to therapy, I've done stuff, you know, does that make me like uh any worse than anybody? No, it's good. It's good to break these stigmas of like, Hey, even Simone Biles has these issues, which again, why is why I was okay with Charlotte Flair saying it, you know, it calls attention to like, like, you know, like I've had my stuff, dude, the stuff I went through in the past three years, people don't know on a personal level, you know, I I feel like I've been to the bottom, been to the top. You know what I mean? So it's good to call attention to this and not have the stigma. It's good to talk about, right? But to me, it's like, yeah, it's, I, I don't want you, to, I don't agree with you. Cause I know you're trying to say like their baby facing her, her stuff, but it's like, you know, for all intents and purposes, um, you know, her, her, her aunt died. You imagine being in Tokyo, Japan, you you know, your aunt, your relative dies and you can't be there and you're supposed to go be the greatest. You already have the pressure of like the, so the media is bringing you up as the greatest gymnast of all time and you have a relative die and, and you're dealing with this shit, you know it, it's it's hard. It, it's tough. It's absolutely yeah, tough. It, it, yeah I and mean, yeah, she said yeah. a
1: lot of. things. What, what was that? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she said a lot of things. I mean, she didn't say that, you know like, I mean, we didn't know about that at first at the time when she but was, it, it was saying, Brandon, correct. I'm glad
0: you said that because it goes back to how I'm telling wrestling fans don't react until you know shit. That's kind of you what know. I was saying about the everything ties together in this episode, which is don't say things before. You know, okay. But
1: I have a problem with like, oh, we just we like can't mention it at all, like as a joke or something. Like it's like five years needs to go by before we mention that, you know. Yeah, there's no time period. To you know, Biles, I'm not gonna you call. Know, I'm not
0: gonna Biles. mention names, but you know, somebody had told me like, oh, it would have been better if they said Britney Spears, not Simone Biles, because Simone Biles is it's going like, through how, it. And I said, hold on. I said, I don't think that that's okay either, because. Britney Spears <laughs> is still going through her whole free Britney movement and things like free that, Britney. you know, court cases. People. And it's yeah. like, you can't say, oh, well, she was in the heat of the moment and this one is okay. It's not okay to make fun of anybody. So if 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 your stance is it wasn't okay to make fun of some mobiles, it's not okay to make fun of anybody else too. Okay. Um, so people, were, I want to read this comment. It was like, you know, she wasn't necessarily brave, but at the same time she deserves a break. You know, to, to continue on mental health, I, I do want to talk about this. There was a tweet that went out. somebody said, could you imagine Michael Jordan, you know, bailing on the NBA Finals? And that was the tweet. And I completely disagreed with that. I said, tell me you don't know Michael Jordan's career without telling me you don't know Michael Jordan's career. In 1993, July 1993, Michael Jordan's father was shot and killed. Michael Jordan shortly thereafter retired from basketball for a year. At the time, he thought it was permanent, you know. That's when he did Space Jam. That's when he did all that stuff, right? But do you not see the mental health aspect right there? He just, he didn't know how to deal with it. At the time, he was on at his prime and he quit basketball to take some time off. So to to compare the two of them is so stupid because here's the thing. Michael Jordan's father wasn't killed during the NBA Finals. He was killed a month after. You don't think that if during game one, you know, God rest his soul, but it's like if that had happened during game one of the NBA finals, do you think Michael Jordan would have showed up for game two? And that's where I think people, people like to walk, walk into people's shoes without knowing what happened. Like it's, it's stupid, but anyway,
1: well, yeah, that uh, I guess maybe defend the tweet a little bit. I guess that's more to do with like the way, like how would we react, you know, had a well, I'm saying it a lot more
0: cleaner than it was said. There was a lot more emotion behind it, where it was like implied that like some shouldn't be quitting.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's tough because it's like it, I don't want to sound like I'm like ragging on her. Like making light of like happen. Right. I I guess it's my like how it's like you know you know rallying around. It's like all right, that's good, but it's like you know how would you how would the media people react if one of these other athletes? Had, would have done the same thing oh you know like that's not cool that that they did that sort of thing but with her it was a little a little different yeah and i appreciate that
0: david holly says such a great point kenny i appreciate that um somebody compare mental health to eminem rap songs oh jesus let's (laughs) <laughs> let's not let's not ever talk about Eminem during mental health. I, I love Eminem, so that's uh, that'll be controversial, you know. But anyway, let's get into a couple more things before we go, Brandon. We've actually been yeah. on air for almost an hour, believe it or not. Um, so let's talk about this Ronda Rousey's tweet in regards to Bray Wyatt, which was I've seen you same fans chanting hashtag We want Wyatt last night, chanting We want beach balls over Bray Wyatt performing. If the WWE treated him like he was expendable. It was because you ungrateful idiots did first. So basically, Ronda Rousey chose violence the other day and tweeted this out. And I literally tweeted it back and I said, if you're a fan who's offended by what she said, you're probably one of those fans. It's true. It's like, are the fans fickle? They are. Absolutely. They are. Because like now everybody's like, "Oh we Bray Wyatt, blah, blah, a couple months ago people were saying, the fiend's dead, the stupid character, I don't like it." And now people are like, "Oh, well, what'd you do with Bray Wyatt? How'd you do that?" And it's like, <sighs> it goes back to me saying like it's so easy to criticize after the fact and to say that what should have been done, but in the heat of the moment you were you were not helping you ever heard the uh <laughs> I don't even know if this applies, but you ever heard the thing of like Somebody killed like a huge cow or something and he's like cooking a feast and he's like, go tell our neighbors, daughter, go tell our neighbors that we're having a big feast and we'll treat them all. And uh, the daughter goes out and says, help, help, our house is on fire. And like a lot of family friends ignored it because they didn't want to like, they're not going to go fight a fire. And so the people that came, they ate and uh, the father went, how come there's not a lot of people here? And And the daughter goes, well, these are the people that deserve to be here. You know, and, and to me, that's it. It's like, you know, in, in your time of need, it's like people, it's so easy for people to criticize and like ignore and be like, oh, la-di-da. But when you're in a time of need, I don't know. I don't even know if that applies right now. Right? And maybe I just wanted <laughs> to talk about cooking a, cooking a cow. But anyway, <laughs> um, fans is an acronym for fickle from. as nuts. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What were you saying?
1: Uh, yeah. Like I, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'll like necessarily blame fans for like you know WB getting rid of them that far, but like yeah, like yeah, you know there was people you know chanting like whatever, right? matter right now, Dead, like you said. Yeah. What the hell, is, I'm sure you know Ronda's Twitter's blowing up, but I don't know if what she said was. I don't wrong. think. I...
0: I don't think yeah, I was gonna say I don't think she's like 100% correct, but I don't completely think she's wrong either, you know, and yes, yeah, she was right. But if any other veteran had tweeted that other than Rhonda, people might have been less angry. Her thin skin reputation didn't help her with that. I agree with that. I actually completely agree with that, which is like the source yeah, in which it, it was coming it from is what from was controversial about it, because a lot of people perceive Von <laughs> Rousey as just like, you know, getting angry at the drop of a hat, you know, so I, I get it. Yeah, that you're, you're very correct when you say that. um. But yeah, uh, I guess one, two, two more things to say. One, uh, on WWE's earning calls last, last week, Vince said that AEW wasn't competition. Not in the same way WCW was. And I was laughing because a lot of people took this personally, and I'm like, you didn't know that Vince didn't think it was competition? Vince views AEW as an alternative. He doesn't view it as competition. Because I think he knows that what he's trying to say, like, okay, put it this way, he's competitive. So he's not going to admit this. But what he's trying to say is it's a different time in professional wrestling. There's room for AEW. I don't have to compete with them because people will watch that shit and watch my shit at the same time. Not like in WCW where people were like, you know, so cut and dry. And it's like, here's a good way to say it. Think about the crowds that they cater to, right? WCW and WWE were going for the same crowd. For all intents and purposes, AEW is going for... More of the hardcore fans, WWE's going for more casual fans. As a general statement, because we know AEW's trying to expand, but people just don't see this. I mean, it's like AEW's whole existence is to be a counterpoint to WWE. Now, Cody Rhodes may disagree with that because Cody Rhodes is sitting there going, we are competition. You got to blow his uh, company up, right? (laughs) But that's him stirring that pot. I'm saying they're all stirring the pot a little bit. Cody Rhodes is supposed to take a shot at WWE.
1: I would take a shot at WWE too if I was in his, his position. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, you mentioned something about that. About uh, you know people saying, "Oh, these companies shouldn't be like talking about each other. You know, they just need to focus on what they do." And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, these companies have all the time are taking the shots at each other. Oh yeah, or yeah. To, what I was yeah, saying yeah, is like that both I, of them. I, yeah.
0: I think it's a very. People say that you know AEW and WWE talk about each other, but back in the day, WCW and WWE didn't talk about each other as much. And so the clip I sent out, you know, which is very relevant right now, uh, with Chris Jericho facing Hooventude, was that uh, The Rock saying, what am, I, "What am I supposed to be impressed about, huh? That that you were down south six months ago facing some jabroni named Hooventude?" And you know, so it was like on national television, he was calling out WCW. And so there's this narrative of like, you know, people oh. They're talking about the competition they must be scared and it's like no it's just like you can have fun it's good to have these little pokes so that you let people know that the uh you know there's not as much of a divider as people think you know we're aware of what's going on over there and it's this little like fun little thing for the fans of like oh look they acknowledged it you know it's like two divorced parents it's like oh mom talked about dad
1: okay,
0: but <laughs> 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 um, that's actually not healthy at all. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, I don't, I don't know why people are so surprised, you know? it's He doesn't view it as competition. It's not to say it isn't competition, but then, of course, Nick Khan came into the call and he was just like, we view... he's the stupidest statement I've ever heard. I'm not going to lie. I don't even like Nick Khan because like the statement. He goes, we view sleep as competition because then we can't promote to people.
1: I just like, that was such
0: a stooge thing to say. <laughs> Dumb. But anyway, hey, hey, Nick Khan's at a position that I would love to be in. So, I mean, so yeah. maybe I can't criticize him too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, until, Tony, until Vince McMahon tells Tony Khan to wrestle him in a pay-per-view match like Eric did to Vince, it won't be competition. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's, it's, we're in a different time, guys. This is not 96-97. All right? Um, but I guess the last thing I want to talk about before we go, Brandon, I guess it's been rumored uh, that somebody's contract is coming up in WWE, and the mm-hmm. big name that's come up is Adam Cole. So Adam Cole's contract, I guess, is up at um at AEW. Uh, at AEW, you hear me at NXT yeah. with WWE. But uh, it's come out today that supposedly AEW has offered him a contract. I don't believe that for a second.
1: Nah, you don't think people. What been I mean in for the by, by that is like that just Adam sounds Cole?
0: like one of those freaking like headline for the sake of a headline thing. And it's like, yeah, here's what the real thing is. Legally, if Adam Cole is Still under contract with WWE. He's not allowed to talk to anybody. He's not allowed to do anything. Let's be honest with ourselves. Just because you are not, quote unquote, allowed to talk to anybody doesn't mean that you're not secretly talking to people. Chris <laughs> Jericho has gone on record as saying, like, when I went to Vince's house, he was still under WCW contract. You know, you keep that on the DL. You don't tell anybody. You don't tell your friends because, you know, it's a breach of contract. Adam Cole's been backstage at AEW. I'm sure he's had conversations. Right. So has he been formally offered a contract? I don't believe so at all. Has he been in talks, like weighing his options, and thinking about going to AEW or staying with WWE? Absolutely. It's a common sense situation right there. So it's, I don't know, it's like one of those, it's like, just use your head, guys. Obviously Baker works there, you know what I mean? So he's backstage there. There's clips of him fighting with Brody Lee Jr., you know what I mean? like backstage and stuff so he's definitely friends with everybody you know we know his he was killed off and being the elite like we know all this stuff right Mm -hmm. it but i think people are naive in another sense too just because his girlfriend and just because his best friends are there does not mean he's going to aew because sometimes when your friends are around it's better to not be in a work environment with your friends so that you can focus on the business aspect of it you know what i mean so I'm not saying that in Adam Cole's sense. I'm just saying as a general statement, don't just think because friends are there that money doesn't talk. Case in point, the click. Literally, Hall and Nash left WWE. If it was all about their friends, they would have stayed with Triple H and Shawn Michaels and and X-Pac. Right? They'd have stayed there. But they went with the money. They said, we don't want to leave. But they went with it anyway. Because, hey, phones exist. Zoom calls exist. And, and flights still exist. You can still talk to your friends. Alright?
1: Yeah. Plus, I want to see Adam Cole on the main roster before, before he decides to leave. Me too.
0: I, I, think, I yeah. think he deserves a main roster run. I would love to see him in this draft. You know, a, could, for all we know, this could be a work in, in one sense. Because remember, they have to sign new contracts to go to the main roster, right? So for all we know, his quote-unquote main his NXT contract is coming up. But he's re-signed a main roster contract to go to SmackDown during the draft. I'm just saying, don't believe 100% of what you read, especially in situations like this where people can talk out of their ass and make it sound believable, okay? But still. And people, uh, Diego says, that's cool and all, but why they break up the Undisputed Era dog, let's not talk about that. It's still a sore spot. <laughs> you <laughs> have never broken up the undisputed era because I don't. What like if Adam Kyle Cole? No, I don't like the one. Asked cool to break up. Yeah. What if Adam Cole was oh, the yeah. one that suggested? He said, "You know, i with this." He said, "Hey, we should break up the undisputed era." And they're like, yeah. "What are your ideas?" And he goes, "I don't know. Yeah, I what have what no idea what yeah. we should do." And so now he's being released. Got <laughs> like, yeah, released, man. You tried to big time him. But I think it, cool AEW's done a one point one rating again for dynamite. I'm really happy that AEW's on the up and up. I'm really happy with their future because there's no way to nowhere to go but up. There's too many rumors with the you know, Brian Danielsons, the CM Punks, Adam Cole possibly coming in. Too much good stuff going on for AEW to lose ratings. So I'm more excited about AEW than anything else. But with that being said, we're going to SmackDown tonight. <laughs> We're gonna go see the B Show, Brandon. The B Show. What? No, this ain't AEW Dynamite. It's the B Show. I'm just kidding. I'm really excited for SmackDown tonight. Um, again, we're gonna be there on Friday. Cena's gonna be there. Brandon's gonna freaking cream his pants. He's so yeah. excited to see John Cena. He's gonna buy a little wristband, put it on his uh, on his arm. <laughs> Brandon, you've been working out to to accomplish that.
1: Bro, I'm gonna start doing some push-ups before we leave. So yeah, yeah, pump. you
0: gotta you gotta wear yeah. that arm ba- uh, that headband on your arm.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm excited to see the uh, the head of the table, and
0: uh, I'm excited to see. I, I don't know if Edge will be there, but that'd be cool. I hope. To cross my fingers that he is. I don't know if anyone knows I have like an Edge tattoo, like a big star. I don't know oh, like Tony, is Tony Storm gonna be there? Tony Storm will definitely they? be there. He'll yeah. be there. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. I will keep keep uh, posted on my social media. I'll try to post some pictures, get things going. Um, so, you can see we have some really good seats. Uh, I'm sitting in, I think, the hunt ha- section 100 or so. Uh, I've bought Brandon a ticket in section 300. Didn't tell him. Um, so, we are not sitting together, which will be awesome. <laughs> you're quarantining me up in, in 300. Yeah, you're, 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 in the, you're in the suite by yourself. <laughs> I didn't trust you being around other people, you know? I had to ha- sign a whole harmless waiver to get you in the arena. <laughs> if he does anything stupid, I am not held liable, you know? But yes, we are acknowledging our tribal chief tonight, so we will, we will have fun, and we'll report to you. Talk about it next week on the episode. Guys, if you were happy with this episode, if you think Brandon looks sexy in his, uh, his button-up with his white shirt there with his mandible <laughs> showing, uh, please give us a thumbs up. <laughs> and Join if you, my chatterbait. Yeah. And, and even if you didn't find him attractive, just go ahead and hit a thumbs up anyway, please. Do it, All right, okay. guys? Thank you so much for being here in this episode, and we will leave you, as always, with Brandon singing the Manscape Song.
1: Getting ready for a date, now I'm in the zone. But I had to clean up quick before I hit the road. Normal clippers mess me up, nicks and cuts were just too much. Now I'm bleeding everywhere, they're itching on me too. Every sleepless night Got too much hair down there I need to mow it down Gotta stay clean to bear But there's a better way And now I can shave these things This much I know is true Use Manscape to shave your pubes You'll be silky smooth.